Hello, everyone. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, or when you're listening to this. Size matters not. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was my. That was Yoda. <laughs> that was Yoda. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. What's happening? So, welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast po- Podcast oh. Hour with Yoda. <laughs> I'm Joe. Joining me is Mike. Mike, what's going on on your end? Uh, the wife and I, we watch Family Feud while we uh, eat dinner. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting to see what people are saying on these surveys. Um, but the scoring system is just so frustrating. Uh, it's worse than Quidditch. It's- <laughs> <laughs> like... You can go every round and not win a damn thing, and then if you win the final uh, round, which like it's like worth three times the amount of points, you just yeah, automatically so win. pass money. You just gotta win the third round. Yep. Yeah. And then if you get the fast money and Steve Harvey messes up asking the questions, you're still your your time runs out. So I don't know. Ah. Uh, but Steve Harvey's but it's great mindless on that show. entertainment. And, uh, yes, that's that's the latest thing we do. I prefer Wheel of Fortune, I think. <clears throat> uh, you're wrong, but okay. Whoa. <laughs> now, the best is when you watch uh, Jeopardy, but real Jeopardy's hard. So when it's uh, like uh, the kids' Jeopardy. When it's children's <laughs> Jeopardy? You feel like you can compete against the 12-year-olds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh boy. Okay. I'm still saying we need Game Show Land in one of these theme parks somewhere. I think I, that'd be. I want them to bring back Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Play it. That was a yes, great show. show. It's so good. Yes, also. Part of the uh, Millennium Celebration. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh. No, it wasn't. It wasn't part of no, after the Millennium. You remember, it was you part remember? of that, wasn't it? Years no. of Walt Magic. Yeah, 100 Years of Magic. Yeah. Whatever. Also joining us is Nick. Nick, how are you doing? Uh, good. Amelia hasn't thrown up for 24 hours. I'm doing great. Well, that's a positive. That's a that's an yeah. improvement. Yeah, thanks. Question Michael mark? has to look forward to. Yes. Oh boy. March 2016. <laughs> what? March 2020. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> 2016. You got uh, something to, to tell us? 20, March 26. <laughs> yeah. Wrong family, Michael. <laughs> Oops. Whoopsies. Yeah. So, uh, how are you? Guys? Yeah, we're doing. It's 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 a it's a thing. Everything's going good right now. Um, are you guys want to talk? Yeah, we booked. Oh. We uh we booked our hotels for horror nights. That's exciting <laughs> for next year already. <laughs> hey, look, I'm just saying, like eighty eight dollars a night for endless summer is so good of a deal. You had to pick it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I got to endless calls. summer. <laughs> Well, we'll talk a little bit more about Endless Summer in a second, but let's talk about some news, shall we? What? Yeah. So the wor- the second worst-kept secret at Universal this year has been announced. Uh, the Bourne Stuntacular, a Woo! multimedia extravaganza st- stunt show starring J- yes. uh, the Jason Bourne franchise, is opening in spring 2020. Uh, what are your all's thoughts on that? Ready. You ready? I'm ready for another show, another place to sit down in the air conditioning and relax and watch some cutting edge stunt tacular stuff. 
Freddy. <laughs> Stuntacular stuff. Wow. Yeah. You're you're so poetic with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick. Uh, I'm just hoping that Kimberly Duncan finds her way into the Bourne franchise. Okay. Be super. It'll be super. super. Did you did you guys notice that one of the uh, scare actors in the Zombieland Scare Zone had a red blazer? That was totally. There funny. are scare actors in the Zombieland Scare Zone. Well, you had to look for them, but the ones that there were there was like three. Yeah, one of them had a Kimberly Duncan jacket. I swear. The other one had like a Popeyes, um, a Popeye uniform on because they were uh, they're under uh, renovation right now. But anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Uh, the Born Stuntacular opening this spring. Um, gonna take a wild guess that Endless, uh, Endless Summer Dockside's opening March 2020. I'm willing to bet they're gonna do some sort of giant media thing in March 2020 to announce that show the Born Stunt Show, maybe do something else. And Jurassic Park! Maybe announce Jurassic Park, yeah, that'd be good. But, you know, just kind of like, you remember what they did with Fast and the Furious, where they were like, oh yeah, we're doing vo- We're even though Voodoo's been open for like a month, we're just going to do our grand opening on this date and all that stuff. Pies on sticks! Yep, I th- yeah, what happened? I want pies on sticks, damn it. Still. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, so, the Born Suntacular, uh, what I've been hearing about the show is that it's going to be like all the really cool aspects of T2 when they interact with the screen and run around and actual stunts, but it's going to be the whole show and it's going to be actual stunts. So I'm actually looking forward to this. I think this is going to be a, a huge sleeper that uh, people should not uh, sleep on. I think that's how that and works. You can literally go in there and sleep. It'd be great. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Probably a lot of guns, so I wouldn't do it. I mean... Very I loud. like T2, so this sounds great. <laughs> I like T2. Good uh, T2. Moving on. Moving on, one last little thing is uh, the Epcot redo is going full steam ahead with the Epcot experience <laughs> opening. And also, I've been there. I've done that. And also the terrifying, absolutely horrific vi- uh, photos of the Fountain of Nations being basically demolished, which is... Oh boy, that is something sad, 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 and unexpected and emotional. Because you know, like I would, you know, in the you know mid '90s, I would sit at the fountain fountain view back when it was like that coffee bar with my mom and watch the fountain. So it's just kind of sad now, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't think I ever expected it to ever get like that's something you just expect to always be there forever. Yeah, yeah right? it is. Yeah, it is. And and also like. What last it was sad because the last time I saw it, it wasn't running very well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it hasn't been running well for like three years. Yeah, it's yeah. been running pretty poorly. So, like, if they kept it maintained, I feel like you could have gotten at least one last like really good show. But you, it just isn't like a thing anymore. I guess so. Yeah, it was just kind of sad. So, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Just it's. I wanted to mention it because I felt like it's uh, it's a part of, you know, history and we should mention it because it's just, yeah. you know, it was like Epcot. It was, just, it, you know, you would walk through and then... It's one of those things, yeah. yeah. like I mean, one of the first things I ever downloaded in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s from the Usenet Disney groups. that when they, <laughs> had, when they Remember when they had, um, like, music you could yeah. download and stuff? Like, yeah. that stuff, like... 
the first stuff I downloaded was well, like the Fountain well, of Nations music and the Ellen's Energy Adventure music. <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel better, it lives on at the end of Soren. It's that's, still there. That's true. It it is. That makes me feel a little bit better. I wonder if they're going to change the end of Soren then, or they're just going to be like, "Eh, fuck it." No joke. <laughs> or people, or people are going to be like, "Wait, what? That was there? Ah, oh, oh, no." <laughs> mm. Somebody will bring it up in a they'll, um, in a. Uh, they'll in, CGI it. You know, they'll put like the a balloon that floats across where it was, or something. They'll CGI you know? it like the rest of the sh- of the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they'll put, like an alligator over it or something because it's in Florida. Mm-hmm. So that's it for the news, really. Right? No, much. no. Wait, no, what else was no. there? No. What did we miss? So, friend of Duffy, Cookie. Oh, okay. Has been yes. renamed. They what? Have renamed Cookie, Cookie Ann. Oh. Yes. I did not know this. This is huge news in the Duffy community. I saw that yes. and I immediately sent it to Ann. <laughs> She's yes, like, oh my very, god. <laughs> very big news in this household. With, you know, my wife's name's Ann. So. And she loves Cookie. And who doesn't love Cookie? At least Our it's not Stella Our friendly waffle-making dog. Yeah. Uh, so, um, R.I.P. Fuel Rods. Rest in peace. Oh, for those of us who had anchor chargers. Yeah. Okay. We are laughing. <laughs> yep. So, um, I don't know this because I'm not on Twitter. Uh, they're redoing the Animal Kingdom entrance. They're redoing oh, yeah. all the entrances. It's, yeah, Animal Kingdom was terrible last time I went. They're redo- they re- they redid Hollywood Studios. Uh, Epcot's finishing up. Epcot's they're, done. They're redoing the Animal Kingdom, and then they're gonna the next one's Magic Kingdom. And that one's well, going to no, be a, a no. TTC's up. TTC so, and Magic Kingdom are still are currently behind walls. They've been behind walls for a good uh, six months now, if not oh, longer. Oh boy, oof. So, so I um, guess the only one I've been to is Studios, mm-hmm. and it's just big. Yeah, but well, that's security what still doing. sucks. Yeah. Question mark. Well, the the good thing though about the new one at um, Magic Kingdom is that once you're inside the Magic Kingdom perimeter. You um, count for Epcot if you take the monorail. You know, it used to be that if you took the monorail, over you had to go through security again at Epcot. Well, now I know exit ramp is inside the security perimeter at Epcot. So if you you don't have to go through security twice, basically. Thank, thank you. That's great. That's that's like Universal. Good. Yeah, Yeah. that saves a lot of time and hassle. So a plus there. Yep. So. Let's talk about our trip reports. That sound good? Yes. Sure. So I think um, I have this broken up by three things. Uh, first one's the resort. Second one's Universal stuff. And then the last one's Disney stuff. Excuse the good, me. the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, so let's start off with the resort. Uh, all of us this trip stayed at Universal's brand new Endless Summer Surfside Resort. Uh, I, I really like this resort. I really, really like it. Um, I, I think the weird thing is like, I I think we're so used to to Volcano Bay, to Cabana Bay and what they offer. Um, I was kind of surprised with how good the resort was minus a few things. Um, well, Mike, what are your thoughts? I think it's great. We, uh, we fit six adults into our suite. No problem. 
That's nuts. Yeah, we fit. No problem at all. Yeah, we had four in our two bedroom suite. You had six. Um, I really liked everything about the the hotel room. Um, I uh, the, the the fridge you get is actually pretty good size. We put a whole Voodoo Donuts box in there. You could put. I've seen like of like uh, photos of like people stocking it full of beer. Um, I like the uh, the bathroom layout's nice. Uh, the toiletries are also really nice for some odd reason. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Also, shout out to the uh, the uh, television. The ca- like you know how they have the cable management, you know, like the cable box. Um, it's a- it's really modern and fast, and I appreciate it. And I don't know why that matters, but I just appreciate it. <laughs> it's it's just like real snappy and neat. Like, um, but uh, so uh, that was good. Uh, only only negative with the cable box is that they got rid of like the really good uh, Universal Orlando channel. Now it's just showing commercials the whole time. You still like do like the resort loop, so whatever. Um, there are some downsides to the resort. Uh, yeah, Mike. Do you, yeah, do you want to kind of list some of those? The towels suck. Yeah, I like the size of washcloths and thinnest paper. <laughs> Amelia? Hey, Amelia. Hey, Amelia. <laughs> yeah, she's gone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nick, do you have any thoughts on the towels? They're terrible. But, I mean, they're not... Well, let me rephrase that. So they remind me of, like, the cheap towels I had in college whenever I just went out and bought the cheapest towels that you could possibly buy at the store. Um, that's what they remind me of. I'm okay with them. But, you know, they should be – I'm okay with them from the fact that I used them all throughout college, and I still have some of them that I still use. Um, but they they aren't like – they're not good quality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not great. Um, I That was like, a big – oh, sorry. Continue. I was going to say, like, honestly, like, you could probably use, like, two to dry off instead of one. <laughs> yeah, that, that – Luckily, that's an easy thing you can redo and make a little bit nicer. And I think it. I think. I think it'll be changed out when they do their next order. Yeah. Um, I suspect. Um, what about? What'd you guys think of the uh, linens on the bed? I thought they were a little thin, but that's just me. Uh, I had no. No, they were. I was fun. also dead tired every night. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's fair. Um, also, what was nice is the. Uh, I mentioned the toiletries. Uh, the pool bar. All the drinks are under ten bucks. Oh, Which I well, I, I'm just saying. Never went down there. Yeah, so if you want a pregame yeah. horror nights or something like there that, there is a pool. Yeah, there is a pool. Um, we didn't see it because we were all the way on the end of the frickin' ro- <laughs> the wing of the hotel room. Yeah, good job, Joe. I didn't choose it. <laughs> they just told me where it was, and I'm like, oh, oh no, oh no. Good job, Joe. Um, but the uh. Yeah, so the, like all the drinks, most of them were like nine bucks, some were nine fifty, but really good. Um, another uh, negative was that I thought the food at the the uh, the cafeteria was okay, kind of meh. Um, the breakfast sandwich was like kind of reheated, like they reheat those breakfast sandwiches at at uh, Starbucks. Um, so, um, so it was okay, but yeah, it w- but also it didn't have the quality that the Starbucks ones had, yeah. and. Um, the burger I had on the day I was leaving was pretty mediocre. Um, it was kind of, it wasn't like very fresh and it was like those soggy spongy patties that you can get that are real cheap. Um, not very good. 
but another th- weird thing is I-, I heard about this, and I want to bring this up to you guys. Do you know that a Starbucks at Endless Summer is more expensive than the one in the Magic Kingdom? Nope. Well, that's something I found out, is that it is more expensive to buy a iced coffee there than it is at the Magic Kingdom, which is totally okay. bizarre for a, a value resort. But there you go. Um, otherwise, better I Better love... beans. In the summer has better beans, that's why. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Um, but uh, what was also real nice Look about... Yeah, also really nice in the summer was uh, just how quick that uh, resort loop was. That was like five minutes most time. Okay, well, we'll we'll get to you in a second, Mike. But Nick, did you have any problem with the bus? Uh, I thought it was fine for what it was, but I think the idea of you sitting there and waiting for the next bus to arrive before you depart. Was mildly annoying. I think that they should have had like another yeah. bus in the loop. It seemed like that there was only like yep. two at some points in the day, and they should have at least had three, if not four, just constantly going. <laughs> but you know, instead of you sitting there waiting 20, 25 minutes sometimes to leave, like I did at one point. Yeah. Yeah. It, but you know, whatever. It worked. It's fine. I'm staying there again next month. So yeah. But if it's like the morning and the bad. sun's hitting you out by the bus stop, it's misery. Yeah, this is Those, true. Uh, the little things that have you stand under don't do very much. Um, yeah, yeah. I've only I again I only took the hotel when it was um uh, the hotel the bus to the hotel when it was uh, crowded out. So I guess I didn't ever had to wait with, for those issues. So yeah, I, I I guess I could see that if you're waiting and there's nobody really transitioning from the resort to the uh, hotel. Yeah, it was like to to the resort property. It was one time me and Jennifer went, and I want to say it was like eleven o'clock or something. We were leaving, and I think he had already gone, Joe, or something. And we got on the bus, and literally, like, we were there. The bus pulled up, and we got on it. We sat on the bus for like twenty, twenty-five minutes before it rolled away. But so the we like it. It wouldn't. It did not leave until the bus the next bus was pulling up behind it and then it left. So. Okay. Yeah, that's not so good. Okay. But like I said, you know, it's, it is what it is. We weren't in a rush. We weren't like, you know, trying to do anything like that. But I could see how if you were, you know, time is money, not the style of touring that we do now. You know what I mean? Like if it was like your once- every four-year trip type of thing, it would get annoying. Mm-hmm. And it's only going to get worse with the new hotel and then with the new resort, with the new property. I don't know. It's going to get more. They need, they need to fix these infrastructure things. Well, the good news <laughs> is they kind of did with by moving the uh, Uber and Lyft drop-off to the top of the um, parking yeah. garage. Well, no, I think you still get dropped off down there. No, you don't. You just get picked up. up to, okay. No, I don't believe you. No, you get you get you get dropped off and picked Sign. up. Up there's top. some signs. Have y'all done it yet? Okay. Have y'all done the drop off up top? No, no but I so, did something um, similar when we, when I uh, was at a at a at another airport, and I think it works pretty well. Yeah, it works pretty good. Um, we uh, so I didn't get Ubered, but I got dropped off up there. Whenever I went down for that that one night and went to those few houses, Jennifer dropped me off up there. 
So, and Ricky got into the truck with her and went back to Ricky and Meg's house. So, I mean, it worked. It's nice. It works good. It's, it's better than a lot of things. And I liked how at, um, in the summer they have a dedicated spot for Ubers to yeah. pick up and drop off. That was nice. Mm-hmm. That is good. All right. Any any other uh, last thoughts with Endless Summer? Nope. Great value. Moving on. And we are moving on. So let's talk about some uh, Universal stuff. Um, I'll talk about something that I know you guys didn't do, but I want to bring up real quick, is I got to do the uh, Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle, um, which was a super, super cool thing. Um, super. Dar- super. So the Dark Arts show is a combination projection show on the castle along with Death Eaters in Hogsmeade. And um, the Death Eaters come out and they like launch some fireworks and then they walk around and they interact with all the kids and, the, and guests and stuff like that. Then they, um, after about 20 minutes or so, they do a show reset and they find someone in the audience who's a, a merchant and then like he... F- runs away from them and casts a spell and there's fireworks and then they all leave and then they reset the show. Um, there's usually two or three of those at night. Um, but it was, it was a super fun show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I comparing the dark arts stuff to what was going on in galaxy's edge. Um, this is kind of what galaxy's edge should be doing. I think more is this, I mean, there's like seven or eight dementors that come out as opposed to like the four people in galaxy's edge. (laughs) So I kind of like the idea of like, hey, you need to add more people. And when they come out and when they leave, there can be shows and, you know, more kind of fanfare. So that's something that um, they should uh, look into. But the Dark Arts was really nice. I thought it was a cool show. Um, Also, it's super uh, neat to see all of Hogsmeade and Fog and Green. It really added a creepy mood to it. Um, But yeah, the Dark Arts show. Um, next up, do you guys have any thoughts on the Today Cafe or anything like that? It's delicious. Delicious. Yeah, go and go. Delicious. Delicious. Best coffee in a park. Um, those, uh, God, what was it? The, um, the potato salad's fantastic. Potato salad's outstanding. Yeah. Has no right to be as good as it is. I hate potato salad, and man, I love that potato salad. (laughs) Uh, same. <laughs> I, I also like that. I also. I love potato salad, and I don't like that potato salad. Well, there we Sounds go. That's about right. Well, there we go. Um, yeah. So today cafe, I really enjoy. So I think that's something that is underappreciated. Great addition. Never went to the old place, but I went there. Yes. Um, a, um, I've been there like a dozen times since it's open. Just to tell you, like how many. Well, you just wow. run in and get coffee. Yeah, that's true. I just run in and get coffee. You just here. walk by and like I'm gonna go get a coffee. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, what do you guys want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about Big Fire or Hagrid? I didn't do Big Fire, so... Hagrid! You want to talk about Hagrid, Mike? Or Big Fire? Uh, Hagrid. Okay, let's talk about Hagrid. Amazing. Mike, talk about Hagrid. I think I waited over an hour each time, and it was worth it each time. I'm, and I wish I could have wrote it more and more than that. Um, you know, it, it just wasn't a possibility during this trip. Um, but I'm looking forward to writing it more time. Mm-hmm. 
really did down on the queue between Slug and Braddy. Um, it's definitely an proven of what was there. Um, there's some cool stuff to see. Pre-show is fun. It's it's a it's not a, it's a nice queue to be in, and it and it moves fast. Like so, even if you're there for an hour or so, you're always moving, and uh, there's stuff to see, and it's different stuff that you're not used to seeing, and uh, uh, the ride is awesome. It uh, exists fast. It's different, and, and it's a whirlwind. It's just fun. If you can't have fun, then you're just a miserable person and stop listening to our podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's a pretty definitive statement. <laughs> uh, Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you don't like. Oh, sorry. Continue, Mike. Sorry. Hagrid, you're canceled. <laughs> it's a really good ride. That's good, Nick. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. It's a solid ride. It's a great ride. Yeah, I mean, it's it's got everything you'd want a ride to have, really. I mean, it's got those. You know, it's got the moments that it needs to have. It's got those things to take your breath. It's got, you know, just, it just hits you, hits you, hits you, and then it's over. And that's kind of what you want, you know. It's it's paced really well. I have no, there's no, I have no issues with it whatsoever. I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easily my number one at down there now. It, it's better than Spider-Man. Spider-Man's always been my number one, but... Spider-Man's now my number two. Favorite ride in uh, Universal or your favorite ride in Orlando? Um, both. Ooh. It is a very... Yeah, I, yeah I think it's... I think it's... Well, I mean, it's right there with Tower of Terror for my favorite ride in Orlando, so... And they're two vastly different things, so... But I think I'd rather ride Hagrid right now. Yeah. It's real good. I got to go on Hagrid several times, and man, wow. That's probably my favorite ride in Orlando also. Um, simply fantastic. I, I God, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I think it might be my number one ride, period. And, well, Steel Vengeance is my number one ride, period. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't um, it doesn't that's, count. Doesn't have, that has no story. That doesn't count. Hashtag story coaster. My, um, <laughs> what I... Uh, I also got to do a, a night ride on Hagrid this trip on uh, Friday night. Sure. And damn, that was fun. That was a good ride. <laughs> uh, Felipe let me ride in the uh, sidecar. Not in the sidecar, on the bike. And he rode in the sidecar. And man, that's fun at night. I cannot wait until this thing is open at night um, more often. Because it is absolutely fantastic. Um, Hagrid's wonderful ride. Sunday. Sunday it will Sunday. be. We fall back. Oh, I, maybe I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, like same times. Ooh. Um, Mike. Yes. Big fire. Big fire was a huge for my parents and my sister, and they loved it. I think my parents went two or three times. Wow. And Holy my crap. mom's a big burger snob. <laughs> yeah, I think they just went twice. Uh, big burger snob, um, always like it's hard for like burgers to live up to our expectations and big fire delivered. So I don't know what Drew's got going on, but my mom says the burgers are a plus. Uh, they love the smoked old fashions. They've started making them at home now. <laughs> um, this is like that. their big universal thing. 
Oh, that's great. And let me tell you, just another uh, a tangent. My dad will send screenshots of wait times now. It's like, it, <laughs> it, it's, it's cool that take, they take away from this. You know, when we first got there, like, I'm the one that has to deal with the whole app stuff. And then by the end of the trip, my dad sent me screenshots of wait times and looking up stuff. So, yeah, um, Big Fire is a huge hit with uh, this family. Yeah. And my sister and brother-in-law are going when they go next month. So Big Fire is a huge hit. Awesome. Yeah, I went uh, I went three times this trip, but two of the times were actually just getting a drink and an appetizer. Um, the other time I sat down with Sean, Felipe, and Sean's sister and her boyfriend for an actual dinner. But I've had the baked bread. I've had the mussels. I had something else. I forget what it was. Um, I think Felipe got sliders, and then we I, we got the baked bread again. And then uh, I had the pork chop, a thick-cut pork chop for dinner, which was really good. Um, I tried a little bit of the lamb, and that was outstanding. Uh, the lamb was absolutely wonderful. Um, Sean says it's his be- the, like his favorite steak he's ever had, which is kind of insane. But take that for what it's worth. Um, and I really, really like the smoked old fashions. They're really good. Um, I just, I, I really think Big Fire is a huge hit. Uh, outside of um, some of the theming stuff kind of being a little weak um, in the main dining room, it's still really, really good. Uh, so, and it's reasonably priced. Uh, I mean, I it's, yeah, I mean, it's not a cheap restaurant, but it's a, it's, let me put it this way it's a good value. You know what I mean? Like you're like for what you're paying a good price for what you're getting. Like you're not going in there and getting a, you know, 18.99 steak, you know, but the 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 money you're paying for that steak means you're getting a very very good steak. It's not like you're going to Ruth's Chris and you know spending a bunch of money on a steak that's good but overpriced. If that makes any sense. <clears throat> so I think it's a, a, a very good uh, value for what you get in quality. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our, Say that again, Mike. You're breaking up. For our listeners who may hear this before Horror Nights is over, you know, by Saturday, um, Big Fire opens at 3. Oh, okay. So you can hit it up before stand screen. Boom. Awesome. Well, there you go. You just have to do it real quick. Um, I mean, yeah. You can't accomplish that in two hours. I don't know what's wrong with you. Well, you have to be in there by uh, before 5 o'clock. So. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. I tried to, I tried to hit the, the cough button, but it just stopped, and it didn't work, and I'm... Ugh, whatever. Anyway. Um... Uh, yeah, so I guess that's all the Universal stuff. Anything else you guys want to talk about at Universal from the trip? You know, we teased this last episode. This ride is now canceled. They are crippling it by reducing capacity for some reason, I guess, to make it seem like it's more popular than it is. Fast um, and Furious, you mean. Yeah, it becomes, a, what did I say? Oh, uh, you broke up a little bit, so... Oh, yeah, Supercharged is canceled. Um, they have crippled capacity on purpose, I guess, to, to increase the wait time. Um, it becomes obvious once you get past the pre-shows that you're just waiting and waiting and waiting to get loaded for no reason, because they're just running one bus. Um, it's a shame. 
you know, the one thing the ride had going for it was that it was, I guess, somewhat funny. The pre-shows, depending on who you get. Mm -hmm. um, some of the lines on the ride are fun. But if you have to wait 30 minutes for a walk-on attraction, then it's not fun anymore. It's it's upsetting. Um, so, yeah, this ride, yeah, I'm, I'm over it now. It's canceled. It's done. Um, <laughs> I don't perceive me doing it again. Yeah, it's... Unless yeah. they increase capacity. Uh, you know, I'm not waiting 30 minutes for that ride. Sorry. Nope, that's right. fair. I mean, and then that's also really um, that's interesting comparing your statements about Haggard. You're like, I waited over an hour. Um. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I waited over an hour for Hagrid, and I'd do it again, as opposed to I would not wait over half an hour for Fast yeah. and Furious. Yeah. So the third. <laughs> Fast and Furious, you can be Hagrid, right? Much better use of your time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all around. What a just a disaster. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. All hey, right. Disney. Hey. Speaking of disasters. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> I'm gonna I want to um, cover a few <laughs> quick things, and then we'll talk about our trips to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, I did a few things at Disney. Uh, I, this is the first time I actually went on Frozen Ever After. Really? Yeah. Oh, welcome to the club. This yeah, is great. Um, it's it's a good ride. It just doesn't fit in Epcot. That's the only problem. Well, it doesn't. It's, you've got to yeah. Epcot is not Epcot anymore. Yeah, well, it doesn't fit, but it's still a it's a whole ride. new world. I hate you. <laughs> um, the uh, I really I I think it's a nice ride. It's a cute ride. Um, I think it's really oh, yeah. well done. Um, I mean, it still has a bunch of screens and other weird stuff in it that people somehow just brush right over. There's a music video. <laughs> um, Fun. Yeah, it's it's a good ride. I like it. It's it's fun. Um, I also went to uh, Takumi Tai for dinner, which is the new Japanese signature restaurant in Japan. Um, I've had way I can say I've had Wagyu beef now. Um, from ja from Japan, A5 Wagyu beef. It was fantastic. Um, probably the best meal I've ever had, no lie. Um, we had uh, a bunch of great food. We had sushi. We had braised uh, Wagyu short rib with bone marrow. It was like presented like on the bone. It was wonderful. Uh, we had uh, American Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu sampler kind of thing. We had a traditional Japanese tea ceremony at the end. Um it was super awesome. I just really, really, really enjoyed the dinner. It was about an hour and a half, um, and we just had a blast. It was fantastic. Um, loved it. Um, and then we also saw that, also on that same day, we did all that, uh, saw the last Illuminations. The final Illuminations. So sad. Uh, that was, um, we watched on the bridge uh, by, on the, for the Odyssey, because that was the only spot we could wait. Um, it started downpouring before the show several times um which was a, a lot of fun for the people camping outside all day um i got to see meg do her interpretive dance to illuminations which is always good um <laughs> and i got to hear the tapestry nations music one last time as we head out out of the park so yeah that was a that was a thing and i was happy to be there um it sucks i didn't really get to see the globe that much but well it is what it is so yeah Got to see Illuminations one last time. So that's my quick whirlwind trip report for... Did you, 
Oh, sorry. Did you do the Epcot experience? I don't think that that wasn't no, open yet. Was that it? opened uh, the next day. Okay. I was I was there on the thirtieth, and it opened on the first. It's fine. Yeah, it looks it looks good. I just had I actually haven't watched any videos of it for some odd reason. It's, I've seen a bunch of photos, but I'm like, mm. I'll tell you the the coolest thing about it is the um, basically you get to see what the new 360 films are going to be like because that's basically what it is. It's the 360 screen without the, the splits in it. Yeah. And, that's cool, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's nothing that you don't know, but it, it's, it's neat. It's worth, you know, sticking your head in, but taking some photos, if you have photo pass, if you don't, probably not, but you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I want to check it out, but like, um, like, I don't know when I'm going to be back to Epcot next until like. I don't know, 2021 maybe, but by then it'd probably be closed. I don't know. Got me. Um, yeah. Did y'all Skyliner? Anybody Skyliner besides me? Uh, no, I did not Skyliner. So I... Say that again, yeah, Mike. We... Because it was, quote, a safe attraction for pregnant lady. Every that night it... Um... Yeah, me and me, Jennifer, Meg, and Ann wrote it like an hour before the crash. (laughs) Oh, Oh boy. So, I mean, it's fine. I don't think I'll do it again just simply because I can walk the same pace. If I walk from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, it would take me about the same amount of time as it did to Skyliner. Um, And... I would not want to be stuck in them because I can see how really quickly it would become really uncomfortable in there. Because as long as it was moving, you know, there was a breeze coming through, but it was still kind of stuffy. So I would not want to do it in like July and get stuck or anything like that. So I'm not really the, the, the crash is not why I wouldn't ride it again. It would be more of getting stuck in it. I don't think I'd want to be stuck in it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that's fair. Um, okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, have, Disney, b- uh, before we get into I Galaxy's Edge? I had an blast. I had an Thanks. absolute blast on Space, Space Mountain. Okay, that's Space good. Space Mountain was fun. Yeah. Uh, um, I had a Mine Train. My sister loved it. Um, Mermaid is still a great ride. Um, we more stuff, more stuff like that. More stuff like for they're just simple, fun rides you can get on, and they're not pretentious. And overall, they're just good rides. Mm-hmm. But Space Mountain, I didn't get to ride it in Tokyo. I got to ride it at Magic Kingdom um, when we went, and I just had a good time, man. And, and that it was a really busy day at Magic Kingdom. God, that was so bad. So we didn't get to do very much. So. Yeah, Space Mountain was a treat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was which one? We waited about an hour to ride Space Mountain. Yeah, we waited a long time. Oh, yeah. So that in another situation where they were, they're running one side for Fast Pass <laughs> and then one side for that rest of everybody, but they're also putting Fast Pass on another side. So, yeah. Not good, but we waited for it and we still had fun. Yep. Okay. That's good. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, Ohana. 
I don't need to do that again. Um, it's expensive. It's not a good value like uh, Big Fire is or a lot of other places. It's expensive. It's a waste of a lot of food. Um, it's just not my scene. Between that and Trails End, I, I, the buffets just do nothing for me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd rather spend that money to go to California Grill or the, the Jack place that Epcot that Joe went to or maybe Gigo or Yasmin's or something. Uh, yeah, it's just not for me. If, if that's your thing, that's cool. I, I'll be, I will not be competing for reservations against you. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and LeFou's Brew is still refreshing and delicious. Don't at me. Uh, <laughs> Mike, no. <laughs> Uh, so Look, when it's 100 degrees outside and you can't do anything else in Magic Kingdom, LeFou's Brew really hits the spot. When there's nothing else was... to do and you're about to die, LeFou's Brew. I thought it was being yeah. ironic, but then he actually went and bought one. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> the mango phone, man. Mm. It's tough. I'll never understand you, Mike. I'll never understand you. So, Mike, maybe you should listen to more Rob Zombie, Joe. You... I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> listen to Rob Zombie while drinking your Lafuse brew. That's I mean that is a very specific audience right there. <laughs> a very very specific audience. Um, yeah. So ca- cowboy boots, cowboy boots, <laughs> mustache, George Strait, followed George by Strait. Rob Zombie, Lafuse <laughs> brew. There's dozens of us. <laughs> Literally dozens. Just Mike sitting at his uh, help his help meeting with the giant George Strait George Strait slash Rob Zombie Appreciation Club, just <laughs> with with giant like giant punch bowls full of Lafou's brew. He's like, I'll, I'll be here. I'm waiting. More for me. He's like he's like the guy with the meme, the change my mind meme. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'd go to an OI meetup if they had unlimited Lafouze brew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't be Lafouze brew. Then. It would be like Lilo's and brew or something. Much cheaper than butterbeer. How much? What is the price for Lafouze brew? It's like uh, six something. So it's like a dollar too cheaper than butterbeer now. Yeah, that, yep. they haven't touched it since it opened. I don't think. Jeez. Well, I wonder why. And, and more woof on the fact that Disney, that Universal's raised the price on butterbeer so much. Such an unacceptable thing. Remember when it was like three ninety nine? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, it was like two ninety nine. I, I that's when I remember. Like, that's I don't, practically free. Yeah, I thought I thought it started at two ninety nine, and then it went up like really quickly afterwards, and then. It I, did. But it hovered around like three or four dollars for a long time. I remember it being like three twenty nine. I think when I first got yeah. it. Now it's eight dollars, which is unacceptable on so many levels. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <clears throat> so, hey, Michael. Yes, sir. What, what about that Slinky dog? It's good. Slinky's great. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. They maybe I don't know. It's it's fun. They just need more to do in that park, I guess, so it's like not so slammed. But uh, oh, yeah. it's fun. It's a good coaster. I like it. Best coaster at Disney World. I'm glad we got to do it. Mm-hmm. So talking about things 
in Hollywood Studios to do. Let's talk about some Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Let's talk about Rock and Roller Coaster. Let's talk about Rock and Roller Coaster starring Rob Rob Zombie. Oh. That'd be so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) That could work. It could work. Rock and Hella Billy Deluxe. Yeah. Put the fire effects in there. Yeah. Okay. Living Dead Girl. Good stuff, yeah. So, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. You could be in Dragula. Yeah, so I hadn't done Rock and Roller Coaster in a while. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. Okay, okay. Yes. What it's else? It's a bygone era. You know, Millennium Celebration, Aerosmith. I'm a big Aerosmith <laughs> fan, so I enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. Free show is still fun. Uh, it's weird seeing his new hand gesture. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um... People still love it. Uh, they added some weird safety videos in the queue like, while yeah. you're waiting in the garage now. Um, but it's just a good ride. And again, nothing to it. You know, some contrived little plot, but it's just going fast in the dark. Some cutouts. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not life-changing. It's not world-changing. It's not preaching to you. It's just, here's some rock and roll music on a smooth-ass coaster. You can go upside down. You're going to go fast. You're going to launch. It's going to be cool. Um, man, we missed the 90s. Mm. Good good studios rides. Bring back. Tower Terror was great as always. Um, I waited some time in that queue. It's fine. It's great. Pleasant. Um, but yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. What are your None thoughts, Mike? Things. It's pretty... <laughs> Pretentious, it's overall, it's big, it's gaudy, it's ostentatious, and at the same time, it's empty and dull and quiet <laughs> and just defies logic. It goes against everything that Disney has come up with since Disneyland opened. It goes against all of their history. It, it, it's just, they, they just threw out the book and decided to do something completely new, get copy off of Universal. And do it all wrong. And, uh, yeah. Got there. Got off of uh, Rock and Roll Coaster and said, alright, we're going to Galaxy's Edge. We went through Grand Avenue. And you go through the transition. And you are greeted by a forest with Coke carts. <laughs> and you walk. And there's more forest and more Coke carts. Uh-huh. And nondescript rocks. And you walk. And there are more Coke carts. <laughs> and trees and you get to the end and there's like color run ship maybe and trees and pathway and you're like alright where are all the shops that I heard about where's the rides oh they're to your left behind stuff <clears throat> so you mm-hmm. have to go up some stairs and go down some stairs and Millennium Falcon is in the back and it's there and yeah you go in the queue, and it's like they took Star Tours and said, all right, here's Star Tours. Let's spend more money on it. We make it bigger and longer. And here, here's your queue for Money and Falcon. Uh, then you have Not some wrong. contrived pre-show, Honda Onkyo. And um, I don't know what he's telling you. It's a pretty good animatronic, though. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. I don't know what we're doing. 
and then they move you into the Millennium Falcon, and it's all very hectic. Um, if you sit down and take a picture, you're spending too much time in there. Um, they yell at you and assault you and say, you need to get in line, purple. Then you get in line, and then you get into your cockpit, and you play a video game. And it is demoralizing, <laughs> no matter which position you're in. Um, I think it's more fun to not be a pilot, because then you're not responsible for anything that happens. Um, I could see why the guy from Mice Chat was triggered. Um, it's a lot of responsibility thrown into. Um, yeah, the controls aren't very intuitive. It's just, I don't, and, you know, I don't feel like you're in the Millennium Falcon cockpit. Yeah, I had no connection to it. Now, when you're in the little waiting room for five seconds, yeah, that's cool. But once you're actually in the ride vehicle, you might as well just be in a random spaceship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. I don't know. I walked out of it, and I was like, okay. Yeah, Star Tours is better. It's fun with uh, Michael's sister pausing, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you're not responsible for anything, it's great. <laughs> I got sweat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking. I, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think my problem... So I so I was the right pilot, which is reportedly the best position to be in. Correct. Um, yes. Yeah. So I'll start, I'll start out with the positives. Um, the Q, I think, is cool. Um, very, very uh, large. It's well done, the inside stuff. Um, there's a Coke cart. <clears throat> there's a Coke cart. There's they, popcorn. They love they, they love their Coke carts. Um, there's the popcorn there that's randomly put there for some odd reason. Um, there is uh, I like the Hondo audio animatronic. Walking around the Millennium Falcon is cool, but they don't give you enough time to actually do that. <laughs> um, the pro and that's kind of the problem with the list stuff is that you get in there and you kind of just wait in more unofficial lines mm -hmm. until then you're actually in a line and it just doesn't make sense. And the cast members are constantly yelling at you about what you need to do on the ride, which tells mm -hmm. me that this is poor game design. Um, Hondo. Yeah. So there are instructions on the cards you get, but you don't get enough time to read them. Yeah. They, they snatch them away from you immediately after they line you up. So like, you don't get to read about the flight controls. I like, well, it's just like, I guess like, no, that's not what it says. Yeah. Mm. What yeah. A, what a so, mess, man. So you don't. There's. There, it's bad game design. Um, but anyway, mm -hmm. the po positive. The positives. So walking, <laughs> walking into the 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 the, the pot. The cockpit is cool. Um, yeah. That that's super cool. Um, pulling, the like hallway thing. <clears throat> yeah. The pulling the lever for light speed is highly satisfying. I have yeah. not experienced something that satisfying in a long time. Um, it is up there with like, you know, like like taking a good shit or <laughs> <laughs> or like working really hard in the yard and then like taking a shower. You know what I mean? Like getting real dirty in the yard and then you're like you take a shower and you're clean and you can just sit down. Like it, it's like those really satisfying things. It's it's up there. 
and that's good. Um, the problem is, is that it's just terrible game design, and the pro- my, my issue is that you could either have one of two things. You can either have an interactive, points-based game where you're trying to fly a sp- just a star, let's just say a Star Wars ship. It doesn't have to be a Millennium Falcon. Or you can have a madcap adventure in the Star Wars universe. I feel like you can't have both because when you have both, it just becomes nonsense. <laughs> it's just I've been on it ten times. It makes sense to me, yeah, because you've been on it ten times now. Like it's it doesn't make any sense. It's just it's gibberish. It is just it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And it's just I feel like the people who enjoy it are trying to will it more than anything for them to enjoy it. And it feels like they need to do so much more to make people enjoy it than the actual, like, ride itself can do. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, and, uh, like, like I said, the first time I wrote it, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, and you it's... To, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and there's absolutely no way to really kind of telegraph what, like... Like, Men in Black tells you what to do in the queue. And that's really simple. Buzz does that. Toy Story Midway Mania is pretty simple, but they give you a whole place just to test out the... Yeah. Test out how to fire and aim. None of that is in this ride. It's just basically, okay, here you go. And it's just insane. Um... Uh, so it's just kind of, it's kind of nuts. Um, but yeah. It, I mean, it makes no sense either. Like, it makes no sense. Like, why would this guy pick you, some random stranger, to go on this mission that's, you know, like, it, it makes no sense. I'm like, I'm going to put you in charge of my expensive ship that I have no idea who you are. Yeah, but also, like, what, like, so we're only one person's driving, like, six people are driving it, so what about the other 50 people that were in the pre-show? You know, like, there's just, like, a bunch of just questions that just, if you're gonna go down this line of thinking of everything is is super hyper-immersive and it needs to make sense and that's why we can't have music or shows, then explain all this stuff and you can't go well to ride. Well, then, it's a land and it should have these things. So, I mean, yeah, it just, ugh. So, unfortunately, I feel like Star Tours is a better Star Wars experience and a better ride than it is. Smuggler's Run. It is. <laughs> and I enjoyed walking past the um, the Jedi Training Academy more than I saw of any of the interactive stuff in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. How's that for a hot take? Mm. <clears throat> so... I did see the stormtroopers walking around. That's something. Um, yeah. yeah. So I saw, um, I saw Ray walking with a little girl through the land, like in a remote area. And by a remote area, I mean by Rise of the Resistance, because no one's there. Um, I saw Ray and Chewie working on a ship, but it was just them pantomiming, <laughs> which is kind of like okay. Okay, um, I saw a little bit of the Kylo show, and I saw them walk, and I saw the stormtroopers walking around. But it's only like t- two stormtroopers, and this comes back yeah. to my yeah. death, my Death Eater thing. Like, if you're gonna do this in a land, you need to 
blanket the place in these characters. You just can't have two walking around. And you need to have some random aliens, like from Jabba's palace, just walking around, like, same look as some of those aliens. Mm-hmm. Twi'lax. I just... So I've, I've been back there twice now. I have yet to see Kylo Ren. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen Ray. I've I actually... We had some pretty good interaction with Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Me and... and had some good interaction with him, but um, stormtroopers they just kind of walk by, hello citizen, you know, type of thing. But I don't know. People can lie to themselves all they and whatever, but Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run was meant to be an e-ticket. It's an e-ticket spot. They spend mm-hmm. money on it. Um, it's the weenie of the land. Outside, then Rise of Resistance is. So, yeah, it was meant to be equal or better. Um, yeah, so. Well, it's, it's literally the weenie. It's the it's thing that's supposed the, to draw you in there. It's also riding yeah. the, it's driving the fucking Millennium Falcon. How oh, can you, Joe. How, oh. Can you, how can you say that, no, it's not supposed to be the E-Tick? Like, it's just so, it's just, it's just, ah, you're, 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 cha- you're trying to change history. You're trying to change what people thought this was going to be. And it's yeah. just not. Like, people thought it was going to be this, and. It's just it's just disappointing people. <laughs> yeah. Um so I had a Ronto rap, which was okay. Um I think the problem I had is that they pre make them and they just keep them there, so they kinda get a little dry. I felt like um they should have added some more of the <coughs> excuse me. Uh a little more of the uh slaw and the sauce on top. Otherwise <laughs> it was fine. Just not thirteen dollars, fine. Yeah, so and at the rate they sell those, likely, and at that price point, they should be made fresh. Yeah, it's a heat lamp dog, basically. Yeah, kind of. Um, so that was fine. I had one of the beers there that I felt was a little soury, so I wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, I had the mixed drink from Ronto Roasters that I uh, I, ch- I sampled a little bit of that, and I liked that a lot. Um, I had a little bit of the popcorn they have. The popcorn was really good. <laughs> like, if you guys haven't had the popcorn. Dang, Joe's spending all kinds of money. So. I did not. Yeah. Somebody, somebody had popcorn, okay. and I asked them if they if it was good, and they said yes, and I tried some of their popcorn. They're like, do you want to try some? I'm like, yes. <coughs> Man, sorry, my throat's all dry. Um, uh, so I tried that, and then also, I only bought the beer, so it's not like I threw a bunch of money around, and, and the Ronto wrap. Um. We went through the yeah, shop. Yeah, that was twenty what eight dollars for a Ronto okay. wrap and a beer. That's fair. That is that is a lot of money. <laughs> um, then uh, then uh, we walked around the the shops, which were fine. They weren't like they're they're not like Diagon Alley shops or even Hogsmeade shops. Where like there's a lot to look at. It's just mm-hmm. the shops. Like there's nothing else. It's a flea market. Yeah. Um. So it was kind of like okay, what am I here for? Um, there's not, there's no other things there. Um, I think someone put it well that, you know, like they have these like, like stone car, like they have these wooden carvings there. Why don't you have like a wooden carver there? Like you do in like a world showcase or something like just to add mm-hmm. some spice, but they don't have it's that. Actually because, like doing it. Yeah, exactly. But of course, no, they don't have that because. Well, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you do that and you, or, in, and have like a glass blower that gives you something at least, you know? 
yeah. that looks like a tradesman doing something. You know, even have a blacksmith there making stuff. A glass blower you know? would be really cool, and I think that would be a smart yeah. addition. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I did was um, uh, we went to uh, Oga's Canteen, where that was an experience and a half. <laughs> um, I sat down, and I promptly had a drink spilled on me, uh, which is <laughs> which is the best bin fizz, which was been cut from the menu, to my understanding. Um, the, the problem with the best bin fizz is it's that, that tulip-shaped glass that's top-heavy, <coughs> and it has the dry ice in it. So, like, people are just knocking these things over. The drinks are fine, but they're all pre-mixed, so it's like, eh. And... We got sat at a table, which was cool, but like there was like three other parties there, so it's like, "Hi, nice to see you," and it's real awkward, and it's just like, "Fuck, come on," and it's just, I don't know, it was just, it felt a really big letdown of what that should be, so I won't be going back. Surprise. Um. So, yeah, it's 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 really really it really was fine. It was okay. It was cool, but like. I don't need to go back and it's kind of just there. And I think that's the ultimate thing with star Wars galaxy's edge is that it opening, like everyone's like, wait for the new ride to open, wait for the new ride to open. It's like, come please explain to me how ri- opening ride the resistance is going to fix any of these issues that we've mentioned. It won't. It's not. So it's, I mean, that's the problem. So anyway, Mike, uh, what else uh, did you do and, on your trip? And you can basically avoid all of the money making stuff. Just to ride the rides. Like, you're not really <laughs> forced to go through it. Um, Rise of the Resistance is right at the beginning if you come through Grand Avenue. It's very nondescript. It's right there. So, if that's all people are going for, they'll just hit up, hit that up and go to Toy Story and not hit up anything except for maybe a Coke cart. <laughs> because those are everywhere. Um, and Millennium Falcon, you can manage to avoid the flea market completely and not even know where it's at. <laughs> and just go straight to Millennium Falcon. And you might even pass by the milk stand unknowingly. Yeah. Uh, I had to ask where it was. And the Droid Depot, too. You might not even... And the doggone bathrooms, the soap dispensers didn't have things. You couldn't get the soap out. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know what your problem was, because I got soap out fine. <laughs> I wish I would have took a picture of what was going on in there, because there was no button or anything. I don't know. I got it. <laughs> so I was so desperate for a beer... After riding Money and Falcon and being so disappointed, I was like, I need a beer to freshen up my life. Mm-hmm. And I saw the price. I finally found it on the menu. It was like in small print. And I was like, I'm not paying $13 for a beer. So I spent $16 in food milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I didn't know what the price of that was. I just said, all right, I want a blue milk. And she's like, well, you want alcohol or not? I'm like, I guess I'll take the alcohol. So this is what made it. it was in the small cup. Um, Nick filmed me drinking it. So it's, you know, there for everybody to see forever. Um, mm-hmm. It's not terrible. No. It's not great. If you get the chunks of whatever's in there, those chunks of stuff are good. The alcohol actually made it better. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really have no need to go back and look through the flea market that I eventually found, I guess. I wish I would have gotten a Ronto wrap, but you know, Joe's kind of down on it. Maybe I really don't care anymore. I mean, it's not that um, it's bad. It's just that it like considering so many people are like, it's the best thing here to eat. 
it's it was okay. Well, well, have did you eat any of the other stuff? No, but I hear <laughs> that's I also not good. Because <laughs> because I have and, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, maybe my kid will love Star Wars and I'll be forced to spend time in there, but otherwise I just don't see. Uh, so I've only been talking ten times in my life. And I've already wrote it twice. I guess it could happen, but I mean I guess eventually I will, but Yeah. Yeah. It gets I will say it gets better, but if you get stuck on there with somebody who you don't who doesn't speak English, that thing's gonna no. be bad. Will you ever I mean, very rarely we ever get in there with six people that you know, or five yeah. other people that you know, that are all competent at flying the ship and pressing buttons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, yeah, not a big fan of Galaxy's Edge. Um, I was excited to go, because it wasn't going to be crowded. You could get on the ride, no problem. So, yeah, the ride, the line moved fairly well, because mm-hmm. you're not doing fast pass or anything. Yeah, it's who, just who not, would have thought? <laughs> I would have liked to have had a beer in line, maybe, instead of like a Coke cart. But, you know, this is Disney, so I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I guess this is for some people. It's not for me. Clearly, it's not for a lot of people. I don't think Rise makes a big difference. It might increase attendance, but it's not going to help out the land. I don't, I still can't tell you how it's laid out. It's not intuitive at all. And like I said, you could easily just skip things, no problem. Um, whereas at Hogsmeade or Diagon Alley, you're pretty much forced to walk past many shops and things that your kids would say, "Oh, I want this." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. They spent a lot of money. I can tell you that. That's obvious. They did it spend a very... lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it's very pretty. It's very big yet very small at the same time. Hmm. It's, it's weird, but yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm shocked at where Rise is situated. That's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, so I have more. I have to talk about Trader Sam's. Yeah, what's up with Sam's? Is oh good? yeah, y'all had that. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, not I think good. this is one of the reasons why they wanted my, my my family wanted to come. You know, they wanted to come because we always talk about how great Trader Sam's is um, and how much fun it is, and how good the drinks are, and we make them for them and stuff here. So we finally get to leave Hollywood Studios, and this is the night that the gondolas crashed. Mm-hmm. So it was a little difficult to get there. Um, no, actually, we got there no problem because we took a Disney bus. Mm-hmm. Once we got there. It was the line was going to be. We're never going to get in there that night, basically. So, all right, well, we'll go get drinks outside of the patio. Well, it was like ten something at night, so it was already last call for the patio, the terrace or whatever, which it's just unbelievable. And I think it's horrible they did that. And um, yeah, ten thirty on Saturday night doing last call. Destination bar at Disney to close. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's just not right. And uh, kind of soured on on Trader Sam's now. And, uh, it, it's just too much for really expensive drinks. Um, yeah, it's just it's a bad experience, and it kind of brings me back to my gripes about them closing 
Pleasure Island and not having anything to do past a certain time at night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Lane went to Africa Bar and had a, a good time, I think. I had a good drink. I, I'm glad I didn't go there because I would have been stuck there all night. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but he had a good old fashioned, I think. Or, yeah. He said it was cool. Awesome. But yeah. Um, so my, my family didn't get to do Trader Sam's. That's a, that's a bummer. Yeah. And I mean, I you would think getting there at 10 o'clock or 10.30, that'd be a reasonable time to show up at a bar. But well, yeah. That's what I didn't realize that they stopped serving that early on the yeah. patio. Like, when you told us that, I was like, what? Because, I mean, the parks were just closing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like realistically, if you would have stayed at Epcot till 9 o'clock, you might have been just getting back to the resort at 10, yeah. 10, 15. Mm-hmm. So, knowing what I know now, we should have went to Animal Kingdom that night and walked on to Flight of Passage and, and River Journey. No problem. Gone to, but I didn't uh, even know Animal... I didn't know it was open until midnight that night. Go to, go to Nomad. Oh, I didn't realize it was open until midnight that night. Either. Yeah, that night they had extra magic hours, and I looked at the wait times app, and there was nobody in Pandora. Wait, are you staying? Were you staying at Disney? No, but it's extra magic hours then. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe it was just closing late. I don't know, but it was open. Okay, it probably was closing at ten and open till one or something like that. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm mistaken, but it was the weights were extremely low. Mm-hmm. And then we were stuck at Polynesian and we couldn't get an Uber out because of the gondola. The crash. crash. Yeah. Well, no, you, you, get back you to... there was also a car accident <laughs> on um yeah that road so just... that runs in front of it. Yeah. So the Disney the Disney day didn't go very well <laughs> between. Magic Kingdom being slammed that morning, mm-hmm. spending a lot of time and money at Ohana, the Galaxy's Edge not being that great, then Trader Sam's being a fiasco, and then the gondola. Yeah, that sounds like a mess. So, so I'll end this with what I I kind of said last week about horror nights. I, I like to put myself in the perspective of this is your every four year trip, or this is your first time at this. Is you're spending all this money, you don't have all the knowledge and experience that we have, and you experience these things. And it just cannot be a good experience for people. Um, you know, if you're spending that much on beer, or if you can't even get to a bar that you've been planning to go to, or mm-hmm. you're spending $60 to just get food thrown at you at Ohana, if you go to Magic Kingdom and like everything's even like even Pirates is seventy minutes, like you know, there, there's uh, it cannot be a good day. The same thing if you go to Horror Nights and you go for Stranger Things and you get there and it's a cash change or it's just nothing but mannequins. I just don't know how that could be a good experience for people, but I guess it is. Keep coming and spending money. So what do I know? <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. People spend a lot of money on these trips. Yes, they do. Um, any last thoughts on Disney? I, I have no reason to go. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the little I go is good enough for me. Um, I can't wait to go back to Tokyo Disney. Can't wait to go to Disneyland one day. Um, Walt Disney World 
it's pure nostalgia for me. Other than that, it's just a lot of hassle and money. You'll, you'll love Disneyland. Disneyland's great. <laughs> Disneyland's outstanding. Yeah. I can't wait to take my son to Neverland at Tokyo Disney Sea. There you go. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know why you'd take a baby on a trip to Japan like that, but oh well. 14-hour flight. 14-hour flight. I didn't that... say baby. Oh, okay. 17-hour flight, Prince. 17-hour okay. flight. Okay. Um, yep. Any... So one day. Oh, one day. Yeah. So, any last thoughts? We want to wrap up. Nick, Mike? I think uh, I'll be rejuvenated and ready for theme parks again next September. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to come up to Cedar Point? I'm going to have a delightful baby boy soon, but no, I will not go to the point. Okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. All right. So hold up before we go. Mm-hmm. How are the Astros doing? God, please help the Nationals lose. Uh, Washington won, Astros two, end of the third. Ugh. So the Astros are winning right now. No, it's one. It's. Yeah, one to two. Why isn't the app showing? Okay, two to one. Okay. Yeah. Can the uh, sinkhole open up and devour both teams, please? (laughs) Yeah, uh, this is the first World Series in forever. I've never seen a minute of a game. I haven't watched it at all. I haven't watched it at all. I barely even knew what teams were in it. I'm like, ugh. But anyways, I, I was surprised that it was the World Series already. But so when I realized Astros were in the World Series, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's uh, like the best. That's the best chance I have of going to a game. I think. I four or five hour drive. I haven't watched any of it since the Braves lost, and the Falcons are dead to me. <laughs> oh, all right. So Nick, I'm sorry, Nick. I can't yeah. relate. Go Saints. Do that. <laughs> Go Tigers! There we go. So Nick, where can we find... It's a good time for Mike right now. Just not theme park-wise. Um, I went to Tokyo Disney this year. Okay. And uh, Hagrid's awesome. And uh, the Oktoberfest is still amazing. I think it's probably yes. better this year than it's been in a while. And uh, um, I had Dragon Scale for the first time, and I had a triple... And I had um, Hogshead Ale for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, theme parks are cool. I love theme parks, and I got to—I enjoy experiencing it with my family. It's their first time at Universal. Um, it, it's it's stressful to guide them through those things, and you don't want to like push them to like certain things or to do so. Like you want them to make choices, and they won't do it. Yeah. Um, so hi, mom. I love you. I know you listen to the podcast now, which is terrifying. Uh, <laughs> The uh, Universal Photo Pass is a cool thing to have. Uh, I really enjoy our picture of us with the clown. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. So yeah, maybe more great. of that at Horror Nights. That would like maybe get rid of some of the selfie stuff and just more experiences like that. That's cool. Um, it's great. Yeah. So, These parks are fun. Galaxy's Edge is not fun. Nope. It's fine. Pandora's <laughs> not fun. Toyster Land, fun. Toyster Land is very fun. New Fantasyland, fun. Trying to decide uh, how I like Pandora better than Star Wars or not. 
Yeah, you do. <laughs> Oof. Uh, All right. I need to go get my uh, baby mama's ice cream. So, love you guys. Love everybody. Hate everything. Kungloosh. Where can we find... Spectacular. That state sucks. Yeah, well, go, go Buckeyes. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys later. Peace out. Uh, uh... <laughs>